Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Lois Wessel, host and executive producer of The Lois J. Wessel Show. Coming to you live this morning from Houston, Texas. At 8 a.m. on Friday, May the 15th, 2009. What is with this music? There. Um, and today's show is on the Akashic Records. Now, the dial-in number is, if you want to call and talk with me live on the radio, 347-945-5309. Now, what are the Akashic Records? These are records of all the past lives anybody has ever had on this planet and beyond. They exist on the inner planes, these records. And although it's symbolized by one book, of course, it's a huge library of information. Now, what are the inner planes? Well, the inner planes are where you go when you dream, or when you do a shamanic journey, or when you meditate, and um, or any other form of non-ordinary reality. So this is where the Akashic Records exist. And if you are able to access them to do readings, you have been given this gift because of things you did in past lives to earn that right. However, you can access them yourself um, if you are hypnotized, and that's called, called regression. Anyone who can effectively do a hypnosis session can regress you so that you can remember past lives. So with the regression, what happens is you actually relive the experience. You see it, you narrate it, and you feel it all over again. I've experienced both regressions and past life readings by someone who can access them on my behalf and and tell me about them. And what I like about the regressions um, is that you have the experience of knowing for yourself and feeling it again, but sometimes that's too intense. The advantage that the readings have all the regressions is that you still know about the material and you are able to integrate it into your life and assimilate any lessons that you did not learn in that past life um, without um, feeling the pain all over again. Um, And sometimes the problem with feeling the pain all over again is that it doesn't go away in a week or two. Sometimes it takes a very, very long, long time to get past it. And I've never heard of anybody having that experience with uh, past life reading. Now, another thing about past lives is that they're not exactly in the past. They are actually occurring simultaneously. Past, present, and future, or the illusion of time, only exist because we're on a spinning planet. In actuality, everything is happening simultaneously. So because of that, um, anything you do having to do with other lifetimes, like assimilating 
lessons that were not learned from that lifetime will affect, have a healing effect on you in this one, but will affect all your other lifetimes as well. And so here is the main reason that I believe in learning about our past lives. Not only does it help us understand the kinds of things we're dealing with in this lifetime because unlearned lessons are carried forward, but it can also help us in learning about why we have certain relationships, what we're supposed to learn from that relationship. Is it a karmic relationship? Are we supposed to um, resolve something with this person and move on? Is it a dharmic relationship where this person has come along to help us in our work and we help them in their work? This would be the, the soul's work on the planet that I'm talking about. So... Um, The Akashic records are then the records of all these lifetimes. And the way that I got the ability to read the Akashic records was, again, in a dream, which is a very powerful method for me. I've had a few really outstanding dreams in my lifetime, and this was one of them, um, where I was given a book, a leather-bound book, um, from a big glowing box inside a pyramid, by a man who glowed from within um, with an inner light. And uh, it was a rather long, drawn-out dream. And if there's time at the end of the show, I will tell you. But I didn't know what the book was. It was inside an, an old leather cover that had buckles at the bottom, so you could slide the book out the bottom. And lions on the top, made of gold, on the top of the book cover, one facing forward and one facing backward. So I went to two of my teachers, William, who was in Houston, and Martha, who was in Galveston, and they didn't know each other. And so I asked each of them separately what they thought this dream meant, and they told me it was the Akashic Records, that I had been given the Akashic Records, but with no explanation as to what that meant. Nor did they speculate. So I thought, well, I guess that means I'm going to get some past life readings. So not too long after that, I did have my very first past life reading from William, who did them um, at his uh, teaching center in Houston, which is no longer there. And um, this past life explained to me some really huge things about myself, one of which was why I'm afraid to speak out sometimes and um, also why I so very much wanted to have children, and I did. Um, and this is what happened. I was a diagnostician, which, by the way, I'm really good at diagnostics in this lifetime, just kind of like freaky good at it. And this is where the ability came from. I was a diagnostician in a healing temple in Atlantis, and I was the only woman. This was a very, very, very male-dominated culture. And in that lifetime, just like in a lot of my other lifetimes, I had a tendency to kind of shoot off my mouth without filtering it, and I managed to make some enemies. But I had a very, very powerful ally. We practiced serial monogamy rather than marriage in those days. So you would be in a relationship for someone, with someone for 10, 15, 20 years, and then that would be resolved, and you would move on to your next relationship. Well, his relationship with me was ending. We were evolving ourselves out of it and into something else and he was out of town and my enemies gathered in the temple and took away my robes of office 
leaving me naked in the middle of the temple, which was very humiliating. And then, because we healed people with our singing voice, they cut out my tongue. And after that, they um, put me in a compound where I was left um, to as breeding stock because they all wanted to have children with me because of my gifts, my abilities, and they, they did know about genetic inheritance. So I had one child after another by different men, not of my choosing, and each time a baby came along and was weaned, they would take that child from me. And that was very, very difficult. Um, and it was a lesson in not shooting off your mouth. So um, in this lifetime, how that benefited me was that I was able to access, once again, the uh, diagnostic abilities and trust them. And another thing it did was help me understand why I so very much wanted to have children in this lifetime and watch them grow up. And it also made me aware when people came along um, in my life why they felt why I felt maternal toward them, and it was because they were members of this these sixteen children who had been t- taken from me, and it was very emotional for me. But it did help me um, resolve a lot of fears about speaking out because I understood why I was afraid to speak out, and I also knew that it was not going to happen to me again. So I still hadn't really begun to use the Akashic Records. It wasn't very long after that that I went to a a seminar in Sedona where I had my first regression, and the experience that I had there was very powerful and very painful, and it was the one that took me three months to um, assimilate. So I was pretty convinced after that that it was time for me to um, embrace the idea of past life readings rather than regressions because regressions aren't always painful, but when they are, they can be pretty devastating. At least that one was for me. So a couple of years later, after I divorced, moved to Austin and started my healing practice, one day I was working on a client who had been sent to be by a chiropractor Uh, We referred people back and forth. And he just spontaneously, when he was on the table and I was doing some deep tissue release, this man had been injured falling off a a roof. I was doing some deep tissue relief, and he just sort of spontaneously said, do you do past life readings? And it just all flooded into my head that I did know how to do past life readings. At some point, this information was downloaded to me, and I didn't know when or where or how, But um, there it was, and so I did a reading for him, and this man was in the process of going through a divorce, and he didn't understand why it was happening, and um, so what I saw was a past life that he and this woman who was divorcing him and her son had all had together. And in this lifetime, he was a um, slave master in Egypt, and she was a slave. And there was not supposed to be any social interaction between slave masters and slaves, but um, 
what was going on was that they were falling in love and they began to have an affair. She became pregnant and he decided that he wanted to help her escape. And while I'm doing this reading, he has his eyes closed. And I'm telling him about how they're sneaking out at night and she's, you know, not all that pregnant, four or five months, so they're running and they're running down a pier toward a ship. And I looked down at the pier and I thought, oh my goodness, this is a very interesting um, pier. I mean, the way that what it was made out of, the construction materials, were very fascinating. And as I looked, it looked like really huge strips of um, bamboo that like had been split in half and the rounded part was what was touching your feet. And I said, my goodness, what an interesting pier. He said, yeah, it looks like split bamboo, doesn't it? Which told me that this man was seeing the same thing I was seeing because I hadn't said anything about bamboo. And that was an incredible shock to me because at some on some level I thought, well, maybe I'm making this up. But it was clear that I was not making it up because this man was seeing the same thing I was without my having said it. And, of course, that's happened many, many times since when I would take people on guided visual meditations and I would get ready to say something and they would tell me later, I saw it right before you said it. So that tells me we're going to non-ordinary reality and that it really is another location. It's just not imaginary. It's for real. So I finished the reading for this man and told him that the the woman and the baby were killed and he was, uh, as they tried to escape, and he was put in jail for... Uh, violating the rules about having social interactions with slaves and um, that the purpose of knowing about that was so that he could um, let go of her in this lifetime because she had never experienced leaving and being um, independent. She had, in this lifetime and in many others, always been taken care of by a man, and she wanted to achieve her independence this time. That was part of her soul's goal for her in this lifetime. So that made it easier for him to let go of her. But I also got in the reading that he was supposed to stay in touch with her son, who had been his unborn son in that past life. And um, so he told her about the reading. It resonated with her, and it was okay with her for him to stay in touch with her son. And it helped him understand why he needed to let her go, and it made it easier for him to transition out of that marriage. So these are the kinds of things that can happen as a result of a past life reading. Another interesting thing that I've experienced in doing past life readings for people is I've seen civilizations that are so old that we have absolutely no memory of their ever having existed. We don't have any records of them. And and, um, there have been a whole lot of um, civilizations that were probably written about in the Alexandria Library in Alexandria, Egypt, which burned um, many hundreds of years ago. And that was the largest library on the planet, and it was completely destroyed. But I've seen technology that we didn't know existed. I've seen costumes that are just so bizarre and never could have made them up. 
one of the most interesting things I ever saw anybody wearing was um, a man who was running, um, he was carrying messages from one city to another through the desert. And he was wearing a very strange puffy costume that looked almost like a spacesuit. And it recycled the water in his body. As he would sweat or um, urinate, it would be recycled in, through an evaporative process and brought back into his drinking tank with the you know toxins removed. And the costume had big, puffy arms and legs, and it was pleated all over little tiny pleats and shiny, shiny gold on the outside. One of the most interesting things I've ever seen. And he could run for hours because he was trained to do so. He was like an athlete um, through this very hot desert because of the training and because of the costume. So I've seen a lot of really interesting things that we don't know anything about. Part of the reason um, that I want to talk about past lives is, oh, look, we've got callers. Let's see right here. I'm going to answer. Hello. Are you there? Yes. Do you, you have a question me? or comment? Um, I, I just wanted to know if you could do a reading. I can, uh, but not on air. I didn't plan for that today. But I can if you want to uh, get in touch with me through my website, hotpinklotus.com. I'll be happy to do that for Your you. Your name is Lois? Hmm? Your name is Lois? Lois, L-O-I-S. I heard you the other morning with the other two ladies. Oh, did you? Yes. I'm okay. glad you listened. Yeah, it was a lot of positive energy, and I appreciated it. And a lot of good things have uh, been created with that. Oh, I'm so happy. Uh-huh. That's good. That's why we're doing this. Okay. To help other people. Okay. We'll just right. go to my website, hotpinklotus.com, and we'll set something up. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Let's see about the other caller. Hello. Are you there? Uh, yes. Yes, ma'am. Do you have a question? Comment? Uh, I, well, I just heard uh, what she said. I would like to ask a question about uh, a situation um, that I'm in at school. Uh-huh. Well, I hadn't planned to do that on the radio today, but if you could um, just go to my website, hotpinklotus.com, and um, contact me, we'll talk about how we could do that. Okay. Well, is there a number I could call or something? Um, just go to the website. All that information is on there. Phone number and everything. Uh, what's the name of it? Hotpinklotus.com. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, Thank ma'am. Thank you. All right. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and um, talk some more about past lives. Another another person who came to me for a past life reading had a um, a situation where her mother and father had divorced when she was in her early 30s, and her reaction was so over the top, she could not understand why she became so horribly, horribly depressed. And so I did a past life reading for her, and what happened was that um, she had another one of those cultures that you, you never heard about anywhere 
they lived in houses in the side cut into the sides of hills. In other words, like a little cave. And um, they were very sophisticated. It's not like they were um, cavemen or anything. They were just people who lived in caves, which is actually very practical. The temperature is easier to control when you're inside the earth like that. And um, she became pregnant and would not tell anyone who the father was. And in this particular culture, if you would not even tell, and she was young, like still living at home, if you would not tell anyone who your parent was, uh, I'm sorry, who your um, the father of your child was, then you risked complete social ostracization and being kicked out of the community and what that led to ultimately was starvation and death. And finally, up against the wall, she knew she had to tell, and so she did tell her mother that it was her own father who was the father of her baby, and of course that led to horrible consequences for her father because this had been unwilling on her part. And what happened ultimately was that he was totally ostracized. And um, But before that happened, there was a horrible, their equivalent of a divorce, which was a very public spectacle, and he was humiliated. And it was because of this incident, which was unremembered and unresolved from this past life, that she freaked out so badly in this current lifetime when her... Um, current parents, who were the same people again, divorced in this adult lifetime, which explained why she became so totally and horribly depressed. And so in remembering that, she was able to um, integrate that experience and have it stop being a subconscious kind of thing that was still bothering her. It became a conscious thing and she was able to deal with it. It's unresolved, uh, uh, it's repressed memories that cause trauma either in this lifetime, uh, traumas from childhood, for example, that you've forgotten. If you get into therapy and you remember them, or if you should just spontaneously remember them on your own, you can then deal with them from the vantage point of being an adult. And if you do not do that, they continue to affect you without your knowing what it is or why. The same is true of past lives or parallel lives, if you want to call them that. If you um, do not remember these past situations from, from other lifetimes, they will continue to affect you. I'll give you an example. Um, a woman I know had been murdered repeatedly by the same man in lifetime after lifetime after lifetime she would become involved with this man and for one reason or another he would kill her and it was like the moth to the flame she was drawn to him again and again and again and once she got the lesson that she did not have to be a victim anymore and divorced this man in spite of her fears um, she was allowed after that to remember all those past lives where he had killed her. And um, she knew she never had to be involved with this man again. So there are incidents where you have to learn the lesson before you find out about the past life. And in that particular case, 
she did. But later when she found out that that was their history, it explained why she was so terrified of him and why even though he had never hit her, she was afraid to go up against him in any way, shape, or form because she was afraid he'd kill her. And she couldn't figure out why, when this man had never laid a finger on her, that she was afraid he would kill her. And this was why. So there are a few other past lives I would like to tell you about. Um, There was a woman who was afraid to drive in traffic. She was really afraid to be um, the one who was in control of the automobile, which didn't make sense because she traveled all over the world and didn't mind at all flying in airplanes, riding in trains, riding in buses, riding in a car somebody else was driving didn't bother her at all. However, as soon as she got behind the wheel and knew that she was in charge, she became petrified. As we began doing past lives for her, we found that there were several lifetimes in which she had um, not taken the kind of responsibility and the kind of care that one must take when one is captain of a spaceship or a vehicle of some kind. And she had um, crashed and burned everything from a wagon in the Wild West to uh, sort of a a flying conveyance in Atlantis to um, aircraft in World War One. You name it, this woman had, and in lifetimes as both men as women, had crashed one vehicle after another because she would get distracted. She wasn't taking it seriously. And so in this lifetime, she had decided she was going to get that straight. And because she had decided she was going to get that straight, she um, was hyper-vigilant when she was behind the wheel of a car. And so knowing about that made it possible for her to relax a bit more to say, oh, that's why I'm so nervous because I've done it in the past and I'm not supposed to do it in this lifetime. I'm supposed to get my act together and be a responsible driver. So she was able to relax more and it's becoming gradually easier and easier for her to drive in heavy traffic. So these are some of the kinds of things that you can benefit from when you are... um, when you access some of your own past lives, and um, these are the benefits, is that it helps you get in touch with talents you've had. I've seen people who um, found out why they were so fascinated with herbs. Maybe they were an herbalist in England or France three or 400 years ago, and they've got all these talents and abilities that they really want to begin once again to utilize. So... um, These are some of the many reasons why you might want to get a past life reading from someone. So I hope that's been helpful, and I thank you for listening. This is just a 30-minute show at this point. I may extend it to um, an hour later, but be sure and contact me if you've got suggestions for people you would like to hear interviewed or subjects you would like to hear me discuss. Again, thank you for listening. This has been Lois J. Wetzel coming to you live on Blog Talk Radio.
Oh, my God, I'm 